0: Good morning, you of to net, and I'm Kemp Parr This morning, my guest is Steve Hendricks, the flooring buyer for R.C. Willie. Steve, how you doing?
1: I'm doing excellent, Kemp. Thanks for having me.
0: It's good to talk to you. You've got a long career at R.C. Willie. You've been, actually been there about 20 years, started in the warehouse, but you've had this buyer role for about 11 years. Is that right?
1: That's about right. Flooring has been about 16 years here. It's been good.
0: And R.C. Willie has 11 stores in Utah, California, Nevada, and Idaho, and you've got one in the plans, so you're going to build one in Idaho Falls, right?
1: That's right. We're uh, just about to start moving dirt on that location and are pushing for an open next year sometime.
0: Yeah, and you're a Berkshire Hathaway company. And last year, we did our top 100 retailer list, and you were number 41 at $65 million in flooring sales. Yep. How's business today at R.C. Willie?
1: We're very blessed. It's been good. So you mentioned we have stores california nevada and a lot of those were actually closed for part of last year so when we're looking at our comps we're looking at 2020 and 2019 okay 2020 has been pretty easy to beat but 2019 was one of our largest years ever and we're well up over that number so yeah very fortunate doing quite well
0: okay Yeah, because I remember last year you fell a little bit. So this year you'd be over 19. So you could see potentially $10 million in growth, right?
1: Uh, You know what? Right now we're about 5.5 up. So fourth quarter was really good both years. We'll see how this one goes. But yeah, 6, 7, 8 million.
0: And do you think this momentum is going to continue to last for a while?
1: You know what? I have no idea. (laughs) Exactly. We we hope it does. It's, It's been real interesting. You know, sometimes I think we get in our own way. I don't necessarily see a decrease next year, but definitely maybe a little slowdown.
0: Yeah, well, consumer sentiment took a hit last month, and it's down the worst it's seen in, in, in a decade. Consumers are worried about inflation. They're worried about an echo of this COVID situation. So hopefully it's not based on any strong foundation, and hopefully it will continue. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk to you about the NFA and how the NFA has re- reacted to the fact that the Stainmaster brand name is no longer an option for this organization. Most people know the NFA is 43 really strong retailers across the country. You have to be doing at least $10 million a year to be a member. What committee do you serve with the NFA?
1: Yeah, I've been the carpet chair for, I think it's been about eight years now. Yeah.
0: So you've been the quarterback on what this organization should do, and you've developed a strategy. Tell us a little bit about it.
1: Sure. As I look at my business every year, I, I go through all our programs, all our vendors, and, and kind of decide what's working, what's not. You know, for the last four or five, I've had to ask myself, if you weren't an SFC, a Staymaster Master Flooring Center, mm-hmm. would you sign up? Yeah. And so I had gone through that challenge every year, and so I really kind of had a, an idea of of the good and the bad of an SFC. And so when I break it down, I look at it as a brand. Yeah. I look at it as a selling system. Yeah. I look at it as the partnership. And I look at it as a merchandising system. We're all familiar with the brand, right? I think every chance they had, they told us, you know, it's 35 years old, it's the most recognized and trusted brand in flooring. You know, everyone knows the three years, $80 million they spent to build that brand. But I also think it's pretty widely accepted. The last four or five years that brand was not being managed with specialty retailer in mind so when i look at that you know of the four things when i look at brand can that be replaced yeah and it can't that's the bottom line we can't doesn't matter what i do nfa does doesn't matter what one of the manufacturers do yeah we can't replace that brand Mm -hmm. and so what do we need to do with that well within the NFA, we feel the individual member needs to be their own brand, right. right? People shop at RC Willie because of who we are and how we take care of you, how we treat you. Yeah. And so we want to focus on that. We want to be our brand. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, for RC Willie, we feel people are coming in to shop from us and we were telling them about Stainmaster, Master, not so much them coming in asking for it. It's right. a great way to advertise to get people in. Um, but quite frankly, as an SFC... My number one vendor was Kerristan, and there's not a any Stainmaster in that. So, right. as far as the brand goes, we'll be fine not having that. Yeah. Um, so if we look at a, a selling system, uh, like I said, 16 years in flooring, and when I started, the good, better, best selling system worked. Yeah. We had warranties that advantaged us. We had um, the Ultra Life promise of the time, which turned to the Platinum promise. Yeah. Uh, but that selling system, it's been broke as well. The manufacturers caught up. They started putting lifetime warranties on things, and it didn't make sense anymore that a 45 ounce 6.6 nylon had a different warranty than the 46 ounce 6.6 nylon. Yeah. And so that selling system was kind of broke. Uh, they tried to bring out the polyester branded Stain Master, and that didn't work for specialty retailer. Um, worked great at Big Box. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people estimate well over 50% of the yards sold in big box were branded polyester Stainmaster. Yeah. Um, and then we saw them start putting the Stainmaster name on 6 Nylon and other things, and it just, it was causing confusion. Right. So, ultimately, that selling system's broke. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we need a selling system that's a good, better, best, or, or a story like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's not something we're trying to replace. Right. And then we look at partnership. Yep. You know, and that's probably the, the saddest part of this. There were some really, really good people who lost their jobs. And that's unfortunate. It wasn't anything they did to make this brand go where it was. And, and so that's too bad. Right. One thing Invista really did well was art and room scenes and advertising. In fact, I think they're better at advertising than they were at making fiber. Okay. They were my go-to. They had a great website to download those room scenes, and it made it really easy to, to advertise their brand. So that's something we're going to miss. We're going to need the mills to step up on yeah. on, on the partnership side. Invista was good at generating leads. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was more quantity over quality. Not a lot of those leads were qualified, but they were getting us names, and that's also something that will rely on the mills to take care of us. And then there was the funds, right? Especially over the last few years, those partnership funds had become less lucrative. Right. The dollars were going down. The roll coupons were, were nowhere near what they used to be. Yeah. So can the NFA replace that partnership? Yeah, we'll look to the mills and say, hey, here's my hole. I need you to, to fill that. Yeah. And then that fourth thing is really the merchandising system, and that's where I feel the majority of that value was. If you take one of my floors and look at it, we have, you know, the Tuftex and the Dixie Group and the Phoenix. They take up about 40% of my carpet area. Yeah. And they're all intermixed in these Stain Master Flooring Center displays in 27 by 18 samples. And then they're divided into two groups, basically. Your, your Pepper Text, your Solution Dye, and then your White Dyeable. And then within those two groups, we divide those up into pattern and texture. Yeah. And then if we're really on our game, it'd be done by price point, right? Without that system, you're looking at having to break up that 40% of your floor into really three areas. Because the Phoenix is going to have a different story, and then the Shaw is going to have a different story, and the, the Dixie Group would have their own story. It'd be make it very choppy. It'd be very difficult for the RSA to take that consumer around. Yeah. And so... That's been one of my main focuses on what the NFA can do to make this transition is to be able to maintain that merchandising system. What we've done is we created basically an umbrella that would make that merchandising easier. So we have two collections, the lasting luxury collection and the lasting luxury pet collection. We put together a warranty structure for each collection Mm-hmm. that still held the advantages that we had as an SFC, including a U-Stain-It-We-Replace-It-Promise. And we approached our mill partners with a plan to co-brand their fiber with our new umbrella, our system. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, we'll have the Anso High Performance Nylon featuring the lasting luxury guarantee, which is our U-Stain-It-We-Replace-It-Promise. Okay. And since we're co-branding with them, they're able to come in and, and start their relabel process to take the, you know, the Staymaster name off things before we had finalized what that umbrella looks like. And now we can go back and we can put up our headers on the, the old Staymaster racks, the Lifetime Luxury headers, and we can add a sticker to the back of the Ansel label or the the Envision Dixie label or whoever's label we have mm-hmm. and be able to continue having... Multiple vendors, under the same name, but with multiple fibers.
0: Okay, so real quick summary. You've come up with a brand. It's called Lasting Luxury. It'll have a, a pet collection for the certain types. Now, you've opened it up, and you just mentioned Anso, so that tells you Shaw's, they're stepping in with both feet. But what about Dixie and Phoenix? Are they coming in as well?
1: Dixie's in, Phoenix is in. Really, anyone... I would say 90% of those that we were buying any Stain Master from yeah. have agreed to participate okay. in this. Huh? And we're also able to branch out. There's no reason we can't have a Mohawk in here. Yeah. They have nylon. They have smart strand. It fits under the umbrella as long as the warranty works. Yep. If they're willing to match up with the warranty, they can go under the collection.
0: Okay. So, and also just because we're running out of time, it's not limited to carpet. Although the the, the main focus is carpet, you're gonna you are going you are gonna have some lasting luxury hard surface items, and you want to keep it on the upper end, right? I mean, the brand's gonna be your better end products, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. We'll branch out into hard surface. Mm-hmm. We don't currently have a plan to, to add polyester to this. Don't really see a need there. Polyester has its own yeah, system. Right.
0: Have you done a set yet? It, can somebody see a picture of a new lasting luxury showroom?
1: You know, I came in this morning and the first draft of the headers were printed. I'm going to go after this, Go go hang one up and make sure they fit, and mm-hmm. then we're going to get the information out so our members can start ordering here real soon.
0: Okay, Steve. Well, I appreciate you giving us an update. Again, been talking to Steve Hendricks, the flooring buyer at RC Willie, and also the committee head with the NFA on the new lasting luxury brand name. And you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLee.net.